Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Boyos Discuss, the podcast where we pick a topic and then shoot the shit about it for a while. This week, we're wrapping up a review of Shenmue the Animation which with uh, episode 13 of the show, which is just titled Shenmue, so no weird sort of... Yeah, that one makes sense. Yeah, and like, there's a story reason for it. We'll get to that later, but um, I'm Matthew, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ben. How's it going? Pretty good. So my original plan for this episode was to basically read through the Crunchyroll descriptions for the previous 12 episodes, um, you know, basically the two-sentence sort of synopsis that they had, but after sort of taking a look at them, they're a fucking disaster. <laughs> like, there's all sorts of, like, spelling and grammatical errors, um, and they, like... I get that they don't want to tell everything that happens in the episode, but they don't do a good job of summing up what happens. Yeah. Like, in a sort of brief thing. So, we're going to skip that. Um, I'm just... <laughs> I made it through, like, because um, I sort of, like, was making edits and stuff, uh, but I got, like, four episodes through, and I was like, I can't do this. Shame like, on you, Crunchyroll. Yeah, and, like, I almost wonder, like, I'd have to look at the, um, like, the DVR recordings I have for some of the, like, English dubs that were on Toonami, so maybe they did a better job, like, since it was on cable, um, for, like, the sort of two-sentence synopsis, but, uh, yeah, we're skipping that, I'm saving y'all from having to listen to, like, a huge recap of that, but, um, we do have a bit of Shenmue news this week, uh, Jason DeMarco, who is the executive producer of Shenmue the Animation, um, basically, he works at Adult Swim, uh, he said um, in, like, a tweet, uh, I hope you've enjoyed season one of Shenmue. Obviously, there's more story to tell, and we hope to tell it. If you want another season, let Crunchyroll know. Um, the show has done well, and we think it deserves a second season. No matter what happens, thanks for watching. So, um, we have talked a bit about the show's ratings in the past, um, just with the sort of limited uh, numbers that we have based on the cable viewings. Um, so... It seems that there's, I guess, further confirmation with this tweet that the show has performed pretty well, at least as far as, like, um, Toonami and Adult Swim are mm -hmm. concerned. Um, now we're really just going to have to see if it's performed well on Crunchyroll in order to get a season two. So um, the fans are already sort of mobilizing around, um, like, every month they do a tweet-a-thon thing. Um, it used to be the third of every month for Shenmue 3, now it's the fourth of every month. Um, so they're sort of in the process of mobilizing to sort of be like, hey, Crunchy. Yeah, there are we... dozens of us. Yeah. <laughs> dozens. And we want it so bad. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we'll sort of have to wait and see, I guess, on that. Um, my hope is that, you know, like the cable viewing sort of will also reflect that in uh, like how well it's done on Crunchyroll. But we'll have to see about that. With the news out of the way, we are going to jump right into the synopsis for this week's episode. Um so we open up um, sort of similar to the last few episodes where it's like the ending of the previous one. They're just sort of showing you that again. It's um, Rio, Ren, and Joy sort of bursting through the doors to the rooftop of the Yellowhead building. And uh, Don Yu, he has Wong sort of held hostage. He's holding him over the... Uh, Literally held hostage. <laughs> yeah. He's holding him over the edge of the roof. And uh, he's like, yeah, if you fucking interfere with this, I'm going to drop him to his death, basically. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Classic Don Yu. Yeah, the thick lad. Um, so we have Lon D. Uh, he's sort of hanging on that helicopter. He actually disembarks from the like the little ladder 
from mm. the helicopter, which is a very big deviation from the game where he's just sort of hanging out and watching the fight unfold. He actually gets off the helicopter and uh, Rio, he's sort of like blinded with uh, like rage and he like tries throwing attacks he does at the him. He fucking Akira, he's like, Tetsuo, Canada! He goes, Landa! <laughs> So yeah, he uh, he tries attacking him, and of course he's completely outmatched because he's sort of so like fueled by rage and just his lust for revenge in that moment that he's not really thinking on his toes or sort of like remembering everything he's learned throughout the entire anime. And so, um, Lundy he actually like the move he uses to like knock Rio down is the same one he used at the beginning of the anime mm. to like knock him out um mm. so it's like yeah you really you haven't suck. come as far as you think a lot of was nice enough to be like oh you know you're a bit better a bit better yeah <laughs> so uh yeah he's completely outmatched still um so uh you know after all this sort of happens yondazu he's like i don't want this fighting going on i'll tell you what you want to know Lundi. <laughs> And uh, he tells him that whatever it is he's seeking, he'll find it in Bailu Village. And uh, Londi's like, okay, like I got this. Like that's all I needed from you. He. I'm kind of curious, like the way he reacts to hearing Bailu Village isn't like, what's that? Where's that? He's just like a word, and then jumps on his chopper. So did he? Did he already know about Bailu? That's what I don't I know. I feel like that'd be like the first place to look if you're trying to figure shit out about the mirrors or something. Yeah, and it's like since he's older than Rio is like you'd have thought like and granted I don't know when Zhao Sun Ming died in relation to like the story um so it's like for all we know maybe his dad had been like yeah I trained with Iwao back in Bailu village you know so it's like I don't know enough about that like yet um and that may be something we never get any sort of closure on. I imagine like I would have to think he's looking for the phoenix mirror yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So yeah. he's like, where's the Phoenix Mirror? Bailu Village. All right. And then he jumps on his chopper and zooms away. Yeah. But, like, it just seems weird that he wouldn't, like, start there. Yeah. That he, he knows about the village and everything, but he stopped in Japan, he stopped in Hong Kong, and then he's like, oh, yeah, Bailu Village. Yeah. That seems like the place where that would be. Yep. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, yeah, so he's just... He gets back on the helicopter, and he's just gonna sort of watch how things play out on the rooftop now, and he's hanging on that precarious rope ladder thing <laughs> and it's like you, you're up there a long time like that's, oh, that's i know helicopter fuel ain't like, cheap dog <laughs> all right uh but um yeah there's like two members of the chiu men in like black suits who um you know don't use like what the fuck like you were gonna help me take over hong kong and uh the guys in the black suits are like hey this is like your chance to prove that you're worth working with us basically mm-hmm and, uh, so yeah, from there, um, we have, oh, and I guess I didn't mention, um, when Yondazu tells Londi where Bailu Village is, he's like, let the kid go, and so he, uh, Donyu, like, throws Wong, like, ten feet into the air. <laughs> he's all pissed about it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I wanted to kill that fucking yeah. orphan. Yeah. So, um, totally forgot to mention that, but, uh, yeah, he, um, the guys in the black suits, they're like, yeah, if you deal with Ryo and his friends, then we'll hold up our end of the deal, basically, and, um. Ren, uh, you know, he sort of saves Rio, but not really, because they end up both getting hit. Like, it's he, like, a gives weird... him a hug Yeah, when Don Yu's hitting him in the back. Yeah, yeah, so, like, he, he's trying to move him out of the way, but they end up both getting 
hit into like this fence and so Ren is like yelling at Rio. He's like, "What the hell, dude? Like your lust for revenge you is got the big dumb." Yeah, you 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 got the big dumb right now. You're not <laughs> uh, you're not paying attention to like the present because you're so focused on revenge. And that sort of echoes what uh, Master Shu Ying had said a few episodes ago, where she's like, "Yeah, it's you're not." paying attention to what's going on like revenge has blinded you i get it now yeah the epiphany (laughs) um but uh yeah so he's all pissed about that and uh you know he's like you gotta like there's more than just you on the line here Mm -hmm. and so that sort of snaps rio out of it and he brings his focus back on their current predicament and uh after that um we finally are getting the fight between uh rio and don yu and uh while that's going on we have ren fighting off the uh, the two black suits from the Chiyu men. He's like, it'll take decades for you to get good it'll enough be to be years me. before you can catch up to me. Yeah. So he mops the floor with them, and uh, we have Ryo fighting Donyu, and he sort of is having these, like, flashbacks to all of the lessons that he's learned throughout Hong Kong, um, as well as Yokosuka. Like, he uses the swallow dive uh, at one point cool. with his fight where he, like, sort of jumps on Donyu's arm and mm-hmm. then, like, does the swallow dive. I like that, like, it referenced the first half of the season, like, Yakotsuka. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right, seeing... that happened. Yeah, you're seeing flashbacks to, like, uh, Master Chen and Guizhang. Yeah. Um, like, I, I agree. I think that that was really good sort of connective storytelling He's where we're... Still, like, he remembered the old man in the park who taught him the, like, palm blaster. Yeah, the iron palm. he still palm. never used it once. He sort of used it against the Heavens Gang thugs, but, like, not really. Like, he didn't hit them with it. Um, that was when he was like, I don't have to fight them. I can just oh, freak just them that. out a little bit. And they're the like, oh, you're a weirdo. Then. Like, what ah. are you doing? Um, oh, no, wait. Are you talking about when he was in Yokosuka? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He never used that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they even <laughs> reference him again. Like, yeah. oh, that man taught me so much. Like, that one move I'm never going to use. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, um, after Rio sort of remembers all the teachings that he had throughout this season of the anime, um, he's able to sort of get the best of Donyu, and uh, he knocks he him, him aside, up. and he uses the counter-elbow assault, which was the move that um, Xu Ying had sort of taught mm-hmm. him, uh, either in the last episode or the previous one. Um, but, um, yeah, he's able to beat Donyu, and... Uh, it's this sort of cool moment where they're, like, flashing on all their eyes before he, like, connects the blow of the move. And it's yeah. like... I appreciate that he's also, like, kind of fighting, like, Londi. Yeah. Where he's, like, like knocking blocking his... Blocking his Not even blocking, but just, like, redirecting his punches. Just, like, boop. Like, yeah. makes it look super easy and shit. Yeah, Like, yeah. I think it's a cool premise to be, like, uh, Rio, you're you're becoming Londi, you know. Yeah. You're trying to avenge your father and by any means necessary and this and that. So it's like, I think that's an interesting path to go down. One, like, their scars, too. Yeah, their scars, yeah. their fighting styles. Like, uh, I would, that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, after that, um, you know, Donyu gets beaten. And uh, Landi, he's been watching this whole time. He is like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. Just admire. <laughs> I'm on peace out now. Uh, so he rides off into the distance on his helicopter. And it's like, damn, he got away again. Classic. He's like the penguin. Yeah, and just <laughs> rides away, twirls his mustache. You win this round. <laughs> <laughs> and he rides off on the helicopter. Uh, and, like, 
I'm intrigued to see what happens in season two, if they ever do it. Because, like, this ending is sort of similar to how Shenmue 3 ends um, in terms of, like, you fight Londi and you're very clearly outmatched in Shenmue 3. But they've sort of done that in this. I kind of like that better. I think it's shitty to just, like, two games build up to a tease of him being like, oh, I'm here, but you're too late. Yeah. And then three games build up to a fight you can't win. Yeah. And so I would, I, I, I like that it's, like, at the end of the second game. Yeah. And part of that mm-hmm. may be that, like, obviously when they were making Shenmue 2, they didn't know that it was going to be over a decade between games, you know? So it's, like, obviously maybe the intention was that, like, they were like, oh, well, you're in, like, two years when Shenmue 3 comes out, you'll <laughs> be able to fight him. And then Ren comes, he's like, it'll be years before. <laughs> it'll be decades before you can release you another suck. Shenmue game. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so after they sort of wrap things up on the rooftop, uh, Ren, Ryo, Joy, Wong, um, and I, I don't know why I wrote Joy twice. That just confused it's me. It's just double joy. Yeah. <laughs> so joyful. Um, and Zhang who is uh, the associate from uh, Yunda Zoo. Um, they're in Ren's hideout, and they're talking with Yunda Zoo, and uh, he basically reveals that Londi's real name is uh, Longsun Zhao, and that he's the son of the man that Ryo's father supposedly killed. Yeah, we kind of put that together. I mean, yeah, but, like, I when, think... When Londi was like, you know Sun Ming Zhao? He's like, that's Fuck the name you. of the man you killed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, like, it... That's the first time it's explicitly said. Sure. You know, yeah. um, and like that's when Rio sort of is able to put that together. He's like, oh shit. I think Rio missed a very good opportunity to be like, how do you know that? Um, what's his face? Yanda Zoo. How do you know that? Uh, tell me everything you know about Londi since you know his real name and shit. What else do you know? But he <laughs> follows up with that. He's like, I don't know if your dad actually killed him or not. And it's like, oh, okay. So it's like, that's another thing where he's like, well, shit. Like, I've been looking for the truth this whole time, and I thought Yondazu would know, but it's My like... My princess is in another castle. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so after that, uh, Yondazu, like, Ren is like, okay, like, we don't have any closure on his father, but or the Phoenix Mirror, what's the deal with that? Is there money involved? <laughs> and uh, Yondazu is like... Oh, yeah, Yeah. like, if you bring both the Phoenix and Dragon Mirror together, then it forms a key that will unlock the lost treasure that's meant to, like, bring back the Qing Dynasty. And it's like, what the hell? Right. It completely sort of comes out of left field, and it's like, this is like a plot to the mummy or something. Flying in the background. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I uh, I think that's definitely what it is. I don't think it's the fucking resurrection of chiyu and shit i, think I mean we don't treasure, know but i don't know you know. only had three games so we don't know all right you're right uh but um yeah he tells rio that uh the answers he's looking for might be in bailu village um and so that's where landy's headed to so it's sort of a twofer but he says to go to like Guilu yeah, Guilin, which is like that... a region, a region of China where Bailu Village, Village is in. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, so it's like a state city sort gotcha. of deal. Yeah, but uh, we're like halfway through the episode now, 
and this is when we finally get the intro sound. That's so weird. And it's like, I agree, it just like... It was so weird. Like, if they're gonna put it in, which they shouldn't have even done... Yeah, I, I don't think they should have done but it. But if they're gonna put it in, why there? Do it like... Where I would have put it uh, is like when Londi comes down, and then Don Yu is like... Yeah, before their yeah. fight. Before right. he fights Rio. Don Yu yeah. says something. He's like, oh, fuck you, kid. And Lundy's like, I got this. Boom, intro song. Something yeah. like that. Because, like, when you do the intro song after the the resolution, it's just like... Yeah, it's almost like, like the, the big episode ended. Moment. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, what? It was a weird decision, and I sort of prefer if they had just not had There were so many other episode. places, too. Like, even after Ryu gets fucking, like, hit by Londi, like, blasted. And knocked onto yeah. the ground. Do yeah. it there. Yeah. How about when Londi gets back? I don't, I don't yeah, well, and, like, the other sort of, like, I mean, it, it's weird when you're watching a show on cable, like, the places where they put commercial breaks, mm-hmm. um, like, to get to the first commercial break in the episode took a long time, and I was, like, sort of surprised, because uh, that's sort of unusual with any show on cable. Yeah. Like, they're like, okay, it's been ten seconds, time to show you about <laughs> ShamWow, and it's like... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this, it was just like pretty much up until they showed the intro that they finally cut so to weird. commercials. It was Because I kept like, I kept waiting like for the intro. I'd be like, oh, it should have been there, but it's not, I guess they're not doing it. Like, and then I can enjoy the episode. And then I sat back and then they finished this part and it's like, here it is. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it was jarring. But, um, after we get the intro, uh, we have Rio saying his goodbyes to everyone in Hong Kong. Um, he says goodbye to Joy and Wong. Again, didn't he already do this? He didn't say goodbye. When he was to... going to like Kowloon, he was like, eh, I mean, I guess sort of, but like they ended up tagging along anyways, and right. like, well, they... not not Joy and Wong, but like everyone else. Yeah, Stalin Stash and yeah, yeah, going at the dojo. But now it's like official. Like, ah. He's he's going to rural China. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not he's fucking, two feet he's away like toast. Kowloon is, where he can apparently pop in every yeah. five minutes. But. uh yeah, he says goodbye to Joy and Wong, and, uh, you know, Wong is sort of all sad about it, and Joy's like, we'll see him again. Like, well, it's gonna happen, and it's like, I don't know, like, well, we don't know. My thirst can't lead me astray. <laughs> but, uh, after that, um, Rio says goodbye to Fang Mei and Han Hui, and, uh, we sort of get this, I don't know, cute scene where, uh, Fang Mei is like, you knew that helping Rio was just really to help uh, shooing, right? And Han Hui's like, stop talking. He's like, like you talk too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, Han Hui's like, you should say goodbye to the master too. And Ryo's like, okay. So he goes inside of Monmo Temple and, uh, he's sort of talking with Shuying and she gives him her half of the yin yang amulet. Um, the other half her brother has. And, uh, you know, he's sort of like, yeah, I do understand somewhat where your brother was coming from and i think you do too and that sort of is like a big revelation for shu ying um since she i guess sort of was internalizing that desire for revenge somewhat um but uh she's like you know i vow um basically rio's like i vow that i'm not gonna like die in my quest like i'm out for the truth not to get revenge and like i feel like your brother is probably out there alive somewhere too. And that sort of is like a, a cool moment. And then um, what I always love anytime Rio says goodbye to like a master or like, you know, in the game, it's like the dojo. He always does like that, like martial arts bow mm-hmm. to them. 
And it's like, I just love that so fucking much. <laughs> um, so yeah, he does that little bow. Um, and then uh, after that, we have like a brief scene where uh, Joy, she's visiting her mother's grave. Uh, and we have confirmation that her dad is still alive, which they did not do a good good job of no. sort of explaining. She sees that there's flowers left at the grave and she's like, oh, I guess dad. Oh, that's came my dad. By. And it's like, I thought he was dead, too. I what thought he fuck? got blown up also, but that's neat that he's alive, I guess. But uh, she's like, yeah, maybe I should pay my dad a visit. So I guess they haven't really been on good terms since her mom died is sort of what they're getting at. Um, but yeah, that's it, it was sort of a weird scene. Uh, and then after that, we go to Ren and uh, some of the members of the Heavens Gang. They see that Wong has opened up this banana stand. Um, they're like, yeah, fuck. he's going on the straight and narrow here. Um, and uh, they're all like, what the hell? Like, how are we going to scam people now? Like, that's... that's and where's he getting his banana? Who's his supplier? And I was joking. It's like, what it's income did he with- have <laughs> to set this up? What bank gave him a loan to begin a <laughs> banana business? This ain't adding up. When I was... Uh, <laughs> I think I pointed out to you during the episode, there's an Easter egg of a... There's this guy that you... Like, one of the jobs you can get in Shenmue 2 is, uh, like, moving crates with this big fat dude named Daylin. <laughs> and uh, he has, like, a little brief cameo in, uh, in that scene with the banana stand where he's just sort of chilling there. Hanging out, you know. yeah, he's just hanging out. Uh, <laughs> My man's needs his potassium. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're moving boxes all day, like, you... Yeah. You, gotta you have... don't want them Charlie horses. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, after we get the banana stand scene, um, we have Ren sort of walking away from them, and uh, he's like, hey, Guilin, sounds like a good time. Oh, Ren. <laughs> he wants the money. You rascally rascal. <laughs> <laughs> so um, immediately after that, we cut to Rio um, beginning his journey to Bailu Village. Uh, he takes a boat. Uh, to basically, like, I guess the interior part of rural China. Um, and as he's going through the countryside, there's this big thunderstorm that's sort of raging around him. And he's just chilling under this tree. He's like, yeah, I definitely was not prepared for any weather whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. Should have been. Should've. Yeah. <laughs> he was not a Boy Scout. He was Idiot. not prepared. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, but uh, while that storm is raging, um, he sees this like lamb sort of getting swept up in the current of the river and uh he's, he's like, just like damn that sucks yeah but then he <laughs> sees a girl jump in after it and he's like fuck are you, he's to... like, are you fucking serious <laughs> he's like i guess i gotta save her and so uh he jumps in after them and uh manages to save all of them from drowning he like brings them to shore and like grabs this uh like branch so um after that, he, like, once they're on the shore, he collapses from exhaustion. And uh, while he's unconscious, he sort of has this, like, I don't know, like, weird memory corridor thing where, like, he sees his dad in front of the cherry blossom tree in front of their house. And uh, he sort of is thinking on his teachings, and he's like, I don't know what it was you meant in terms of, like, what I'm lacking, but I'm still gonna keep going after like the truth um so 
from there, we do have a pretty big deviation from the game. And I get why they did this, because, like, we only have 22 episodes, or 22 minutes to mm -hmm. wrap things up. But we skipped pretty much the entirety of the third disc of Shenmue 2. It's a big skip. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, it's a shame because so much of that is, like, you're walking with Shenhua through rural China, like, learning more about each other, and you're sort of almost forming, like, uh, I don't know, like, ba more backstory for Ryo. Like, she's asking you questions, and you choose his response. Um, so, like, she asks, um, just as an example, she's like, oh, like, tell me about your dad. Like, was he, like, a stern father? You know, like, what are your memories of him? And you have, like, the option of being like, yeah, he was, like, tough but fair, or you could be like, he sort of scared me a little bit. Um, and so we don't really get that sort of, like, I guess, uh, like, build up to their friendship, mm. I guess. Um, and we don't get the explanation for why she would jump in after a lamb in the first place. Um, she just has a big heart. So in the game, they, like, sort of uh, elaborate on that, and Bailu in Chinese, like, roughly translates to, like, white goat and like the spirit of their village is like a white goat oh shit and so that's why she was like i had to say yeah that. like because okay. otherwise it's bad fucking bad voodoo. Doo -doo. yeah and so um we don't really get that explanation like throughout uh i guess her scenes like we saw her with that little lamb but it's, it's not... almost like christian symbology a little bit yeah, yeah where it's like i don't know like if there was a dove or something you'd be like yeah yeah, yeah, that's too, but like that. a white, a, flaw, a flawless lamb, you know, yeah, yeah. that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, but um, we don't get any of that. Um, we just sort of get like a time skip to Rio waking up in Shenhua's house outside of Bailu Village. And, um, you know, he wakes up in there and he's like, shit, where am I? And she's like, hey, like you're here at my house. Like I took you back here so that way you could recuperate after saving me and the lamb he's like why are my pants on backwards She's like, oh, <laughs> don't worry about it yeah. they were wet yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but um yeah she's like yeah my name's shenhua and we're outside of bailu village and rio's like oh shit and uh he's like that's where i was going and he like knocks open the front door and he sees the cherry blossom tree and there's this cool sort of thing where it's like he briefly sees like the image of his father standing in front of the cherry blossom tree at the dojo. Mm -hmm. And then it like fades into the one outside of Shenhua's house. Um, and I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like that's, I really like stuff like that. But um, yeah, yeah uh, after that, um, he sort of takes notice of that. And uh, Shenhua, she's like, yeah, the tree is called Shenmu. And, uh, you know, basically that tree is like she really important. She camera. Yeah, she's like, clap, damn it. I said it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's like, you know, this tree is, like, really important to, like, my heritage, and uh, I'm actually named after the blossoms on the Shenmue tree, which are called Shenhua. Mm -hmm. um, and so, after that, uh, they go back inside the house, and uh, Rio is like, do you, like, live here just on your own? Like, what's the deal? And she's like, yeah, I live here with my dad, my mother's not really around, um, and Rio notices on this desk, 
a diagram of the phoenix and dragon mirror. And, uh, you know, he sort of is like, oh, shit. Like, that's... Like, that's I, what I got. Yeah, he, he like, his jacket is on the same desk, and so he, like, pulls the Phoenix Mirror out of the pocket of the jacket, and uh, we get, like, it's pretty much one-to-one with, like, how they, like, overlay mm-hmm. the diagram with how they show it in the anime, where mm-hmm. it's like, dude, the same! <gasps> uh, but, um, yeah, they do that whole thing, and, uh, you know... Uh, and I was like, the fuck? Why do you have that? Yeah, she's like, it's made of, like phantom river stone which you can only find here mm-hmm. why do you have this thing we need to talk to my dad about this because he'll know more about this since he works in a quarry where they have phantom river stone um so uh from there they go into the quarry and uh she's only ever been outside like the i guess little antechamber, whatever you want to call it sure. like the little entrance to it um uh she's like yeah i'm usually not allowed to go any further so they call out for her dad. He's not answering, so they're like, we have to go in to figure out what the deal is. Um, they venture deeper into the quarry, uh, and they find a letter from Shenhua's father saying, like, I finished my work now. Like, you know, the the phoenix is finally done. And uh, it's basically saying, like, you need to go and uh, entrust yourself to the one who holds the phoenix. I'm just picking up phoenix. a pack of cigarettes from the 7-Eleven. I'll be I'll home be back. any minute. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's like, it says that she needs to undergo the trial of proof with the one who bears the phoenix. And to this day, I don't really know what that's, like, referring to. If that's them putting the mirror in the thing and making the big ones appear, or if that's something that we haven't seen yet. Um, but, uh, yeah, they also see that, um... Her father left the Sword of Seven Stars, which is a badass name. I fucking that is love cool, that. Yeah. Um, but they don't really do anything. Alliteration. Yeah, yeah. They don't do anything with it, though, in the anime, which is partially disappointing, but also I... Like, they sort of are veering away from, like, the more mystical things that happen in the game. Um, like, in the game, uh, they use the sword to, like, light the way to... Uh, or basically, like, they put it in this pedestal, mm-hmm. and then they put the phoenix mirror in another pedestal, and then that's what... And then that pedestal goes into another pedestal. Yeah, there's lots of... raises up the pedestal. There's a lot of ins and outs, but... <laughs> it's like Nick Cage's national treasure. Like, in the I've, sword looks like... Oh, God, like... <laughs> The sword looks like it's from Soul Calibur. It's got, like... It's cool. Fins on the side of it. Yeah. It's gold and black and, like, crazy looking. Yeah, well, and, like, it has a sheath. Like, they don't take yeah. it out of that in this, but, um... Yeah, in the game, he uses that in conjunction with the mirror to cause all uh, that, the like, beam of light to the pedestalness. <laughs> yeah. To make it so the big versions of the Phoenix and Dragon Mirror get revealed. But, um... In this, the sword is just kind of there for reasons, I guess. Yeah, it's hanging out. Yeah, it's just chilling. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they put the Phoenix mirror inside its uh, little pedestal thing, and uh, we get the big sort of reveal of the huge versions of the Phoenix and Dragon mirror, which was how the uh, the series began. Mm-hmm. Um, Nailed it. the anime began. So it's like we've come. I'm so fucking smart. Go back right. to the first episode and listen to me. You'll see. I've predicted all this. I'm like, I'm like Quasimodo. You're right. I was right. What? Quasimodo? No, no, no Stradamus. Quasimodo's a hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, he's got his little people up in 
I'm like, I'm like fucking Nostradamus up in this bitch. <laughs> there doesn't even need to be another season. I can just tell you what's going to happen. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell me how Shenmue ends. You're not ready. Right. I'm not ready. Okay. Turn, the, turn the mic off. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we've come full circle officially. Um, we do have another slight deviation where, like, in the game, they put the sword in that pedestal. And after we have this big reveal, the sword sort of, like, levitates and it's like uh <laughs> the fuck like what's going on here uh but yeah we don't get levitating sword in this um so after that uh we have shenhua she gives the uh same uh basically prophecy uh she's like yeah from the east he shall appear you know a young man who doesn't know his potential they go through all that um and then it ends in the classic sort of shenmu where way where she's like and thus the saga begins. But not. And then it flashes to the story goes on. Dun, but it, dun, but dun. it doesn't. But that's how like all the games end. And I love that it's like, oh, oh like, that's, I'm, gonna, that, I'm disappointed. In 10 years, we'll get season two. Uh, but well, hopefully not that long. But um, yeah, it's just cool that they sort of are calling back to that. Like, I like that as a as a Shadow yeah. fan. Yeah, but yeah. um. So, what did you think of the episode overall? Like, this, as, this was a really good episode. Yeah. I, I thought, really liked it. Yeah, I thought so too. It had good action. I feel like the mm-hmm. fight, um, the fights that we got were impactful. Um, you know, and even though, like, the fight with Londi is not something that happens in the game, I think from a storytelling perspective, it's, like, a worthy sort of, like, deviation. I'm happy with it. Yeah. It would have been disappointing, I think, for newcomers especially to not get that sort yeah. of like closure. I agree. Um, yeah. And Londi was cool. Like he's very composed. His design is awesome too. Just oh, like even great. from the games, you yeah. know, like the, the the Chinese garb, very put together. The the long ponytail. Yeah. And he like keeps his hands behind his back. He's like a Bond villain. Yeah. And it's like honestly, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's great, and. Uh, yeah, no, I was, I was happy with the episode. They did a lot of plot progression and just interesting things were being said where I was always trying to pay attention to what the fuck they were talking about. And like, yeah, his real name is this and his father and this and blah. And it's like a whole like, like Sozin and Roku storyline going on with like Ryu's From dad Avatar and, for those who aren't aware. Yeah, Avatar, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. But it's like um, Ryu's dad and... Blondie's dad were friends or something. Yeah, yeah. Like in a picture, they're hanging out and being best buddies at Bailu Village, and it's like the fuck happened. Yeah, what's going on? And the so- sins of the fathers. It's <laughs> very. It's like it leaves a lot of threads. Like it opens up a lot more threads that you didn't know were there, and you're like, ooh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think um, sort of one thing that I like really that stuck out to me about this episode that I really liked in comparison to how things wrapped up in Yokosuka was that we have this, like, almost, like, montage of, um, like, okay, like, how has Rio affected the people he's met throughout Hong Kong? And we sort of see them, like, wrapping up their arcs, I guess, respectively. Mm-hmm. Like, we have Joy sort of coming to terms with her mother dying and being like, you know, I, it's it's time I need to visit my dad. Um, we have Wong, who is, like, sort of taking his own fate into his own hands and being like, yeah, I don't need to just live my life stealing and living meal to meal. Like, I can run a business, even though we don't know how that all... I can live on bananas. Yeah. But, uh, and then we have, you know, Ren sort of, like, 
Damani. Yeah, he, well, he's at first like hanging out with like his old friends, you know, from the gang. Mm-hmm. But then his whole sort of like progression as a character has been like growing beyond Hong Kong and like fulfilling his desire for adventure. And so that sort of is him like being like, yeah, I can sort of leave and like follow this through. Um, so it's just really cool stuff like that that we did not really get in the like Shenmue one portion of the story where it's yeah, just definitely. like here's Mark and and everyone and Nozomi and Goro and, and Goro they're and, getting married and uh, moving on yeah Guizhang Broke is like oops yeah he's fine whatever <laughs> just just leave start the next pe- episode yeah no this felt very like final and open ended so yeah it was good but um so. Now that we've wrapped up the second game story, um, how do you think it sort of stacked up in comparison to the first five episodes? It, like, blew it out of the water. It felt like the first five episodes were, like, a prologue to this. Yeah, honestly, like, like, I... And that sucks to say, because, like, I... I'm one of the few, I think, who prefers the first game to mm. the second game. So it sort of hurts me that they did the first game dirty a little bit. But, um... I agree. Like, I think comparison-wise, it's, like, they're not even in the same league. Right. Like, honestly. But when you take fucking a five-episode arc compared to an eight-episode arc. Yeah. When in the in the five-episode arc, two of the episodes were hot garbage. Yeah. It's like, mm. But even then, like, I'd say, like, the first four episodes in Hong Kong, like, did more for Rio's progression as, like, a character yeah. than five episodes yeah did, totally um through yokosuka so uh yeah I, I i agree like i think it was a much stronger thing um so we've officially reached the end of the road with shenmue the animation um sort of overall do you have any like thoughts on the show like would you recommend it to people who aren't fans of I the would. game yeah um i enjoyed it you know and i don't know that much about the games you pretty much just tell me everything that happens in the games and i'm like oh cool yeah but no it's enjoyable and it's you know just 13 episodes it's not a huge investment yeah and it's like yeah you're gonna pick up all the shit you need to know and it's fine it's well animated you know it doesn't look ugly i uh i liked it yeah and i'm glad like that's that was my fear sort of going into this was that like it would not be, I guess, approachable for, like, non... People who aren't fans of the games already. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that makes me really glad and, like, really hopeful that other people who maybe are new to the franchise can sort of use this as a jumping-off point to get interested in the games, or even if they don't play the first two, playing Shenmue 3 and sort of giving that a chance and seeing where the story goes and being excited to see where yeah, the story goes. There were no, like cringy annoying characters where i was just like god get them off the screen which happens sometimes in animes even when it's a really good one it's like oh if it just didn't have that guy so there's none of that which is good uh it doesn't really waste time there's not really filler yeah and that's the other thing is like usually you'd be seeing like and granted it's a little different for like i guess uh like things that start off as manga like they have to incorporate filler so that way the manga can continue and then they can catch up to whatever the most recent issue is Mm -hmm. um but with Shenmue we already know you know like the first three games worth of story so we don't really have that I guess burden if that makes any sense but um yeah so in the event that we do get a second season 
Um, what would you sort of like to see them do differently or improve on compared to the first season that we've had? Uh, I think definitely like one-on-one fights is what they need to do now. Uh, instead of trying to be like, oh, he's fighting a gang, have him fight multiple people because that's just not that interesting. They don't animate it that well. Like they haven't really done it yeah that well on the show so like the one-on-one fights are always really good like him and don Yu, and even with him and Landi there even uh, with gui yeah mm-hmm. yeah that stuff was cool yeah the masters that teach him and spar with them yeah so that's that's those are good fighting parts of the show and that's what they should focus on next and uh, yeah um i don't know maybe try to pace things better like the pace of an episode is pretty consistent but like the, the entire show it's kind of like like full throttle or we're hanging back and doing slow stuff yeah and it's not really an in-between like a build-up to things would be good but it wasn't like nothing was really drawn out i think honestly like here's here's what i would here's what i'm thinking like if i was you suzuki i'd fucking swallow my pride i'd be like all right my shenmue games you know i did my best Shit's not happening. You're hurting my heart. I know. I'm here. sorry. This is, this is medicine. So bad right it's now. medicine. It doesn't taste good, but it's <laughs> it's here to help you. No, no, it's so not. So <laughs> I would go. That's a bust. They're not making money. You know, oopsie, oopsie, oopsie. Uh, we should focus completely on the anime. And I would be I, I as you Suzuki would go to the anime makers and I'd be like I will work with you and I will tell you the story beats that you need to keep going with the story past the third game. Here's all my plots. Go to Crunchyroll. Tell them that I am on board for this and that I will. I want my story told. If I can't do it in video games, I'll do it in anime. It's not my first choice. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Mr. Suzuki, that you didn't get your games. But fucking just, just do the anime. So, like, the only... Like, that's... I would prefer that to not ever getting any closure. And, right. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, and so, like... I in gr- a perfect world, we get the games. Yeah. But... Yeah, but and one well, then the other thing, him going of, like, "There's no plans." Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> Jumping off of that, um, like originally Shenmue was supposed to be like ten chapters or something, or twelve yeah. chapters. So like, what they've, uh, what Yu Suzuki has said recently is that he's like, "I could have it done like the story," because like originally that would have been like eight games worth of content or something. Um, but then he sort of like re. I don't know, like, redid parts of the story, so now he's like, oh, I could finish it in two more games after Shenmue 3. My, I guess, question then is, if the anime has done well, and if they do a season two, um, sort of beyond that, since doing the games is so difficult, um, and sort of getting them off the ground and finding the funding, if we could get, like, the full scope of whatever story he's trying to tell and have like more seasons of right. anime. Yeah. I would be okay with that. And that's if what I'm we saying. have like a more fleshed out mm-hmm. story than him making concessions to get it told in five games. And then maybe we could he could still make the games. Maybe. You know, if they get the money and and whatever, everything lines up, you could still make the games. Yeah. You could follow that story and you could have even more you know, there could still be differences between them, like the games and the anime now. Yeah. But Man, it's just like, it's been how twenty years, twenty it's over twenty years. I, I don't think it's happening. I don't think. I think we've reached past the half. Like, is he even halfway done with his story yet? Uh, I'd have to look it up. I feel like he's talked about that in an interview before. 
Um, yeah, I'd have to. I would have to look into that. It's just like but... I want to see you guys get a conclusion to this. Yeah, and I just don't. I don't see that happening in video games. I want it to. But yeah, it, like this guy's got to fucking pick up his fucking feet. How old is he? He's old. We've talked about yeah. this before. Yeah. But, yeah, I know. He's... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, My hope is that we'll get a fourth game. Uh, but, like, at this point, I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd take a, Just the do the conclusion anime, and the anime. Did like... you, Suzuki, work with them at all in this? Yes, yeah. Then fucking send them an email. <laughs> like, we want to make Okay, here's seasons. the ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know, sort of, as far as, like, my thoughts on what we could do in season two, potentially... Um, since Shenmue 3 is so lean on story, mm -hmm. let's say, uh, <laughs> it would almost, like, lend itself to, um, because, like, one thing I was thinking throughout this, um, first season was that, like, a lot of the sort of side stories that we skipped over, you could easily do as, like, filler episodes, mm -hmm. almost. And, like, you could almost be, like, you know, like, him thinking back on like different uh adventures that he had or like things that happened to him like oh i remember in uh Yokosuka yeah. when i was trying to get the ticket to hong kong and you could do that whole thing and shit and like one make training arcs last like fucking yeah 13 and, episodes yeah, so all like, the time you could do all of that if you sort of wanted to mm -hmm. and uh you could even you could do his walk like let's say they walk back from the quarry to the village you could do kind of like the walk yeah. The talk. Yeah. So it's like with, there's opportunity, I think, to tell those stories um, in some capacity. You do three consecutive um, flashback episodes, <laughs> recap episodes. Um, what I was more <laughs> thinking of was like, do you remember the episode of Avatar um, Tales from Bossing Say? Yeah. Where it's like four mini sort of stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. all sort of like with a interwoven like narrative between like what were they doing mm -hmm. during this time do and that with like, the characters yeah yeah so it's like i don't know we could do something, something back with like yokosuka that. even yeah yeah so that they're not just fucking gone yeah off the face evaporated, of the evaporated yeah, yeah we're we have guizhang who's like i'll join you once my leg is healed it's like it's been right healing a long time kind of think you just don't want to <laughs> go at this point um but uh yeah are there any sort of final thoughts that you have um, before we wrap things up or overall I guess I'd say this show's like above average for me like uh, the fights weren't exceptional the animation never really like blew me away it wasn't bad um, the story was above average it kept me interested you know that that was kind of the main reason I kept watching and was invested so I mean props to them for that it does follow like some tropes where the main character is the main character and you know, is powering up to fight the big villain and blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, it's hard to escape that stuff. But, yeah. uh... Yeah. No, it's... Overall, I'd, I'd give it, like, a... Like a... C plus B minus. Right in there. That's And fair. that's very watchable. Like, yeah, I mean, that is, that is definitely recommend-worthy. Yeah. Yeah, right for there. sure. And that's, like... Um, I mean, as a Shenmue fan, like, obviously, it's never gonna live up to... Like, if you're putting... 20 plus hours into a game right like it's hard to live up to that but i feel like as a fan it checked most of the boxes for me mm -hmm. um so that's like that's something to hang your hat on if you're doing like an adaptation of a game especially um like because we've seen 
countless times like whenever they're oh, like it's usually just fucking awful yeah it's or usually they change gone shit it. all the time yeah and it's just like why did you want to do this story if you're ma- if you're changing it for you it's such a fucking vanity thing and i, yeah. I despise that yeah so no i'm i'm i think they did an, a great job um and they showed overall. a lot of like uh like respect to the franchise which yeah. is important mm-hmm. like and that's what i think a lot of the designs were consistent the yes. moves yeah yeah the 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 attitude and the themes you know even they were like they were a little more altered from like revenge to to kind of find the truth, the truth but, but then there was worked. some revenge yeah. still in there like mm-hmm. sort of interwoven with his growth as a character but um yeah, I, I agree. Like, I think that... Ryu definitely is a more interesting character in the anime than in the games. Yeah, and, like, I think part of that maybe that you're, like, you're supposed to fill his shoes, I guess, and you're yeah. sort of... Yeah, but that's a, a debate for another time, <laughs> I guess. Um, So I figured I'd take this opportunity to thank you for joining me Don't. on this podcast um, because... None of the other boyos, you know, when I was like, yeah, I want to review Shenmue, the animation, they were like, no. <laughs> well, I do We'd... love, I do love hearing myself talk. So <laughs> no, no, it's, I, thank you. I, I, it was fun to be on this and doing it every week. It was something to do and it was a good, good way to spend time. You know, I'm kind of sad that it's over. Yeah. So, and oh. like, I, I'm really glad that you took the time out of your week for 13 weeks <laughs> to join me on this sort of journey through Shenmue yeah. and sort of get an idea for the first two games. I'm, I'm glad you uh, put all this together and invited me. So, yeah. Thank you. So, uh, that is going to do it, though, for this week's episode of The Boyos Discuss and our review of Shenmue the Animation. Um, if you enjoyed the episode and are listening on YouTube, then we'd really appreciate it if you'd like the video and subscribe to the channel. So, right now, our plan, sort of going forward, is um, we're going to take a bit of a break, like a hiatus, a couple weeks here. And uh, we're going to be back to review Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. So we're going to jump back into Star Wars reviews again. Um, nice. And hopefully this time it won't be like Bad Batch where we... Oh my god, I hope not. ...quit halfway through Fucking that. Christ. But, um, I mean, we'll see how that all shakes out. So, anyways, guys, until next time. <laughs>